Welcome back to Hero Theory. I'm Sam. And this is Brim. And today we're going to be talking about a personal hero to Brim and I. Yes. Childhood hero. Someone we've idolized. Maybe not a champion to everyone, but a champion in our hearts and minds. Certainly not a champion in the eyes of most official Pokemon leagues. That's right. We're talking about the one-time champion, the seven-time failure, Ash Ketchup. What a person. We're also going to be covering a lot about what's coming up this weekend, a couple historic wrestling thing, wrestling right. events, maybe. Big weekend for professional wrestling. I'm excited for it. I'm sure Sam is even more excited. And at the end, we'll touch a little bit and tell you about our road to COG. We are two weeks away. All right, Sam, are you ready? So ready. I don't think you realize. We are on potentially on the cusp on the precipice of one of the most historic things in the history of professional wrestling this weekend. What's going to happen? CM Punk might be coming back. You're kidding To me. AEW. That way, what? <laughs> I know, right? Crazy, but it might be happening. <laughs> Everyone thinks it's happening on Friday, and I am so jazzed up right now. <laughs> Are you going to be watching it live? Yeah, I'm going to watch AEW Rampage Friday night, just waiting. And then Was that their pay-per-view? It's not a pay-per-view. That's their, oh, okay. So they've like grown. I don't know if you've known this because it's kind of recent. They've expanded to a second show every week now. So there's AEW Classic, Dynamite, a, Dynamite, oh, Dynamite and Rampage. On Fridays. And I then, had no idea. Yeah. So technically they also have three shows because they also have AEW Dark, but AEW Dark's not on TV. It's just what is like, that one? It's on Tuesday nights. They like stream it on like YouTube. No. Oh. So, but it's like how we have SmackDown and Raw. There's yeah. now Dynamite, Rampage, and Dark. Yeah. Got it. Okay. They're taking over, man. AW Stomp. Is it oh. really like legitimately like are the ratings showing that as well? Uh, I mean, when they were on the same night as NXT, they were consistently stomping NXT in the ratings. I mean, that's formidable, right? Like that's... So much so that now Vince thinks that NXT is a waste of time and he's going to kill the brand. No, don't. I mean, don't, don't kill the brand. <laughs> he's too late. He's already, he like released like 20 people two weeks ago from You're NXT. You're kidding me. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's a bad time to be Triple H. What is happening? Yeah, Vince thinks it's all Triple H's fault. So he's being punished. But don't, I mean, don't punish no the game <laughs> it's so frustrating he does so good yeah it's not great and uh, adam cole might be leaving wwe to go to aw as well like ooh. honestly though at the end of the day like the you hope that if vince somehow gets out of the way mm. like this kind of competition will make better shows for like your viewers because it's it's they want to do something cool and exciting for you guys to get your attention right like it you would has hope not that this had that effect on Monday Night Raw. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> that much is clear. But I mean, like, they didn't have any competition, really. No, they. I mean, they, had, they did not. Ever since. Ever that, since what in was that? The early two thousands, they had WCW. Yeah. Or like the late nineties. That was like the only real competition they've ever had. But they had a monopoly on the market for the past like what twenty years. Yeah, Vince McMahon literally monopolized the industry because before that there was a whole bunch of different wrestling territories throughout the country that would do like shows in their like area then vince just came in and just swooped everybody up and was like this is mine now so i mean like it should be good for them to have competition now because now they don't have a stranglehold on your entertainment right 
Yeah. I mean, there's rumors that Vince is like getting ready to sell the company in the next couple of years, which I'm just like, please. <laughs> Do it now. Why, get, why wait? <laughs> get him out. <laughs> get him out. I don't care if it's Triple H that takes care over. As long as it's not like one of Vince's like cronies. Wouldn't you be glad if it was Triple H? Yeah, yeah, I want Triple H. But, like, if not Triple H, as long as it's someone that's not Vince and not in his close immediate circle. What if it's his son, that one guy who jumps off things? Shane O'Mac? Yeah, Shane O'Mac. What's your thoughts? Would you be okay with that? Um, I think, I don't think Shane would ever do that because he has, like, other business outside of WWE and jumping off of WWE stuff. I, mean, I would be pretty lucrative. I'd be better off, I think, with him. But I, I don't want that. I don't want Shane. <laughs> All right, understood. I just want Triple H to have full control. <laughs> Agreed. All right, walk me through. I know something else is big happening this weekend. Right. So other than, I mean, the, you can't top CM Punk's return. Like, no matter no, what. No, that would be wild. Like, if that happens on Friday. WD is going to have a hard time, like, making the news Monday morning for the weekend. Well, like, news. legitimately, like, not just, like, Twitter, but, like, the news will cover it, if I, w- like, I would assume. Because, like, it'd, it's a yeah, big deal. It'd be some. But, yeah. And, like, SummerSlam. Like, entertainment like news or, like, yeah. ESPN might say something. Yeah. See, well, I don't think ESPN has a deal with WWE, so they might not. Oh, really? Yeah. But Man, either way, they, it'd be so everything. hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But we do have SummerSlam this Saturday night instead of the Sunday. The biggest event of the summer. The biggest. Wait, Saturday night. Wait, what? Excuse me. What, what? Did you, what did you say? Why is it Saturday? I don't know. They just decided this year that it was going to be on Saturday, which I'm I'm not like mad at. No, I'm very pleased with that. That's as, long great. As, as long as it's a good show and I'm not wasting my Saturday. Well, that too. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's break it down. Let's make some sick nasty predictions here the biggest party of the summer right, where's so it at where's it at it's in las vegas oh cool i believe yeah pretty cool pretty cool so i really liked what we did last week where uh, i just kind of told you what was going on and you gave me your thoughts so we're gonna do that a little bit here right now i'm just gonna tell you some of the matches you give me your thoughts and then eventually i'll break some stuff down for you if need be okay all right, so we're going to start not with the main event. Let's start at the no. bottom. All right, Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. Okay. Okay. I think Alexa Bliss, I think since they fired Bray, yeah, she's going to need a new gimmick soon. Yeah, I hope I so. I think. I hope so. So oh, I think they're going to have her win. Okay. And it's going to be a turning point for her. Like a good turning point? I mean, there, here, here's hoping, I suppose. <laughs> like, is she going to turn good or bad, I guess? Is my oh, question. she's going to turn good. Okay. Is she going to turn back to just like normal Alexa Bliss or still stay evil? Uh, she could turn back to... I feel like turn back to good normal Alexa Bliss. Okay. I don't mind it. I think Alexa's going to win, too. Ah, look at us. I hope so, anyway. I don't like Eva Marie. But we haven't seen her wrestle yet. So this was the person that I told you about like weeks and weeks ago that everyone hates on because she was really bad back in like her first run. Mm-hmm. Now she's back and she's done a lot of training. So like maybe she's not bad. But we haven't really seen her do anything yet, officially. This is like her only singles match she's had so far. So well, it's probably good then to pair her up with Alexa Bliss because she's like talented and knows like what's going on, right? Yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully, it's a change to some people's minds. Let's say that. 
I'm excited for it. All right, so we got AJ Styles and Omos versus Randy Orton and Matt Riddle, RK Bro, for the Raw Tag Team Championships. You know I love RK Bro. I mean, I'm here for them. They're the best, right? Of course. Kicking off flip flops and beginning of matches. I'm all the doves. The random doves. <laughs> I couldn't be happier. <laughs> so you think RK Bro winning winning the tag team titles? Well, they've already won over my heart. Fair enough. Uh, I think so too. So two for two, we're together, RK Bro. But I was thinking about this earlier, and I was listening to a video. They were doing like pitches for SummerSlam, their own thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. I think one of the pitches that they gave was really cool. They said that Matt Riddle is going to turn on Randy Orton. Oh, that would be wild. Right? Because Randy like RKO'd him last week and was like really mean to him. And Riddle's like, no, you always turn on your partners. I'm turning on you. Boom. That'd be cool. I mean, Throw Derek to the face. Do you think, would you be okay with him kind of getting some more build like that? Yeah, because then they also compared like a heel riddle to like just kind of like because he's an MMA fighter, or he was, that's his background. So just making oh. him more of like a tough like fighter character rather than this yeah, more of a brawler, ball, scrapper guy. Yeah, who like could legitimately like kill you in a fight type of deal. <laughs> like a no, real that'd scary be, that'd heel. That'd be really cool. Yeah, they haven't done one of those well for a bad guy in a while. Usually the bad guys are just kind of like cowards who cheat to win yeah. other than Roman Reigns. Separate, cool. separate <laughs> Alright, Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal. Based on inflection alone, I'm going with <laughs> Drew McIntyre. Yeah, I just really hope that Drew cuts someone in half with his sword. My god, okay. <laughs> Come on, they have the production budget to make it like look like that happens, right? I mean, admittedly, yeah, they do have the production budget. NBC gave them a billion dollars what <laughs> yeah they bought nbc like bought the rights for peacock and i'm pretty sure the deal was like worth a billion dollars yeah they definitely have the money then yeah so like it's they've got it somewhere <laughs> sheamus united states champion going up against damian priest I'm going to go with Damian Priest. Tell me why. Because they're using Sheamus to put him over? Okay, cool. Is that right? Uh, I don't know. I'm asking you. I want your opinion. Yeah, it's a pretty valid opinion. All right, this is going too easy, so I'm going to say Sheamus on this one. All right. Like I feel, I, like This one I think I'm going to be wrong on. But if they want to do another match with Sheamus and Priest, it would make sense for Sheamus to win here. And then Damian Priest to win the next pay-per-view. What's the next pay-per-view? Extreme Rules. Oh, Extreme Rules. So like they can do some kind of stipulation. But I guess they could do a rematch clause. But they say that doesn't exist anymore. I'm going to stick with Sheamus. I think they he's been do doing good work. Anymore? They say they don't, but like they do. They totally do. Hmm. WWE never lies, so I don't, I don't know if I trust you on that. <laughs> going to gloss over that without any... <laughs> Positivity. Okay. The Usos versus the Mysterios tag team titles on SmackDown. Who's got the titles? The Usos. The Busos. I gotta go Usos. No, pick Mysterios. I know. I want to. I love Ray. <laughs> I'm also taking the Usos. The Usos um, are so cool. 
I think we're gonna see a little a little tease of dissension between Ray and Dom. I think they're gonna not be on the same page. And it's oh, really? Cost them the match. Yeah. I think we're leading up to eventually Dom turns on Ray. A Mysterio v. Mysterio? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That would be really cool. Passing of the torch so Ray can retire because he's 46. That man should retire. Like, like he can go still. Don't get me wrong. But 40, oh, sure. I mean, 46. he's awesome. He's just put his like. I mean, that's you're putting your body on the line every day. Yeah. Okay, we got my most anticipated match maybe of the entire year right here. This is a dream match for me. Edge versus Seth Rollins. That is awesome. That is so hype. So hype. Um, for anything or just, just they're duking it out. Uh, they hate each other. I gotta go with the hometown hero. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me have this. And I'd love for you to have it. <laughs> know what? Oh man. Okay, so you're taking Seth Rollins. Tell me why. Because he's the hometown hero. No, Brian, you already did. That's about that's it. He's the architect. He's the architect. What kind of architect? Ted Mosby. <laughs> uh, uh, again, to be different here, I'm gonna take Edge. You can't pick wrong in that match, though. I mean, really, the real match. winner is gonna be us, the fans. Wow, beautiful. Thank you. I was gonna say more about Edge, but you just tied that up so nicely. Moving on. Bianca Belair, the SmackDown Women's Champion, versus Sasha Banks for the title. I'm going to go Bianca Belair because I saw her win at uh, WrestleMania. What a surprise. Taking my pick again. I'm also going to take Bianca Belair. I think Man, I am doing much better than I thought. I think it's kind of pointless to take the belt off her now when like, you beat Sasha for it. Why would you then lose it That's back just, to It was Sasha. such a big like, deal, like beating sasha for it. what who's right. to gain if she gets it back right exactly exactly <laughs> that's what i said all right big old bald bobby lashley versus oldberg for the universal champion no wwe championship i think bobby lashley he punches him so hard he turns into dust <laughs> i would love that <laughs> oh getting goldberg so old <laughs> but you can't punch the wwe so i mean Slaps only. Slaps, slaps only. All right, I'm also taking Bobby. All right, surely we'll pick differently on this one because this one is a triple threat match. Statistically, we should. For the Raw Women's Championship, Nikki, almost a superhero, versus Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. Who you got and why? I'm giving the title either back to or currently has Charlotte Flair. Oh, thank God. Okay, <laughs> interesting. Just because she's Charlotte Flair? Yeah, because the company can't let that go. I think it's going back to Rhea. I would love it if it went back to Rhea. Like, Nikki ASH has it right now, and uh, it's not been a... Uh, I think Charlotte's well. getting it back because they fired her dad. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah. Seems... That's... Seems like it's honestly probably they love Charlotte. <laughs> they want him to take Ric Flair's record from him, so it's great. Rick is, I think Rick actually left on his own. I think he wanted to leave. No, really? Yeah, it was like a mutual agreement. Like, fine, we don't need you anymore. You're a thousand. 
<laughs> we have yeah, Goldberg. Yeah. We don't need Ric Flair. <laughs> what do we need you for? <laughs> All right. The unoffic- undoubted, not unofficial, it's very official. The undoubted main event of this whole weekend, unless CM Punk returns, then that's obviously the main event. Mm-hmm. But the WWE main event, Roman Reigns, John Cena, Universal Championship, history is on the line. Will John Cena win his 17th World Championship and officially pass Ric Flair? Or is oh, is that the record? That's the record. 16's the record. They both have 16. And so he'd be the standalone, undisputed. Top guy, top dog, top shelf. Or is he just, you know, clinging on to the island of relevancy that is Roman Reigns and the tribal chief is going to make him uh, uh, acknowledge him? All right. In fitting with the theme of Pokemon, I choose you... Roman Reigns. How is that in the theme at all? You're welcome. I agree. I think Roman absolutely stomps John Cena. I don't think it's going to be a stomp match. No, I think it's going to be an absolute squash. I don't think Cena hits more than five moves. Really? Yep. What's the angle there? I don't think Roman Reigns loses the title until... Until Seth or Edge take it? No. no they're not going to take it. Um, so there's two two scenarios here that Sorry. Roman loses the belt. Okay. <laughs> Scenario number one is Big E cashes in on him at some point. Oh, that'd be awesome. Okay, I Which get would that. be great. Star, in, yeah. Star is born. Big E. Yeah, awesome. Scenario number two... Is The Rock comes back and beats him. <laughs> Scenario number three, The Rock comes back, but Roman destroys The Rock too. Nobody ever beats Roman. He holds the title forever. Honestly, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want, I seriously, legitimately want Roman to hold this belt for at least another year. Well, he's the only thing carrying the show, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, there's just no one on his level right now. Like, yeah. obviously, it's all down to how they present people, of course. Like, it's all presentation, and they, like, present him to be this top guy. But, like, at the end of the day, he plays his role well. He's the top dog. The big dog, if you will. No one's going to beat him. I have Until a question. they're ready to make a star, which is Biggie. What's your question? Where's Finn? <laughs> I don't know. He's around. <laughs> What's he? Where's he at? What's he doing? Uh, he got beat up by Roman Reigns a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so I thought, like, hey, like, there's something for you. You can do, you can do something I don't even think he was on the show last week. That's depressing. Where's Shinsuke? Intercontinental champion, baby. Are they not defending that? No, he just won it last week. Oh, okay. So they're like, ah, we got... Maybe they'll add a match to the card. Who knows? Sure. Yeah, that's SummerSlam. It's an exciting weekend on a Saturday. On a Saturday, and then NXT TakeOver on Sunday. Oh, lit. Okay, It'll be cool. the last time we ever see Adam Cole in the sad. WWE. So sad. Awesome. I'm excited for it. Sounds great. A lot of fun matches. A couple dream matches. Going to be awesome. All right. Welcome back. And it is time for our weekly hero deep dive. Now, when we first introduced this segment, we talked about how we were going to bring in some Marvel heroes, some DC heroes, which we did in episode one and two. We talked about Batman and Spider-Man. 
But today we're getting outside of the world of comic books and superheroes to find uh, a little bit of a different hero from our childhood. But still a hero in our hearts. Oh, absolutely. So before we talk about this hero, though, I want to ask you, Sam, did you watch the uh, Pokemon Direct today? I did not, but I was hyped for it. What was released? So they were just uh, looking at the new games, all right? Yeah, I know we're getting the Diamond and Pearl remakes later this year. And the Legends Arceus game later this year? Yes. Like the Pokemon like open world game? The open world game, yeah. So they just showed an in-depth look at those games. Uh, we got some new forms of Pokemon that are going to be in the open world Arceus game. Um, the Legend awesome. of Arceus game looks pretty pretty sweet. I'm super excited for that game. It's We've been asking for something like that for so long. I mean, just an open world. That Now that we're seeing Pokemon more in the overworld in these games, just kind of an open world concept for us to go and explore. Absolutely. Should be cool. And I'm excited for the Diamond and Pearl remakes too. Uh, I think that was a game that like, that was like the last Pokemon game I really got into as a kid before like i didn't you know grew out of pokemon and then eventually came back to it later but diamond and pearl was like the last game that i like played a lot and was really deep in yeah i'm trying to think because after that i definitely skipped black and white but then came i did play black and white too but i think after the fact yeah and then we really came back for x and y yes remember we we went to the, the like midnight release midnight premiere because we did that for x and y and then we did that for sun and moon i believe as well didn't we yeah i think so think so but Far either way see. no you go i'm sorry no please I, I, no please I, no you i stepped on your toes in fact you did um needless to say this week's hero is none other than the one-time champ <laughs> seven ash time ketchup. failure <laughs> multiple time multiple years of our life failure ash ketchup look he's not a hero in the pokemon league but he's a hero in our hearts and that's all that really matters so those of you that don't know pokemon the very popular series for the past 25 20 years 25 years uh, almost 25 years 25 years has a starring character in the anime not necessarily in the games but in the anime yes not in and any of is, the games is he he's in some games but not any of like the mainline pokemon adventure games right it's like some of like the spin-off games exactly okay so we're talking about none other than Ash Ketchum, the hometown hero from Palatown. The Wonder Kid. The Truly. Kid who was 10 years old for 22 years. The kid who we finally, in this past couple, what was it, a year ago? Yeah. <laughs> we finally got to see his triumph. Yeah, so if you like grew up watching Pokemon like we did, you grew up watching Ash just be a horrible Pokemon trainer, to be honest. He's awful. So his teams never had any, like balance between them just random like stuff he would doesn't find. evolve anything does it yeah it doesn't fully train stuff like pikachu come on but not just pikachu he has a, a chronic problem of just not evolving stuff and he just usually lets his best monsters go it's true yeah he just gives them away or puts him in like gives them to the professor and is just like i don't need this guy he'll be fine so i guess for you and i i know our adventure started when we started we watched the show obviously of course I remember but we both started playing the games on game boy yes i remember playing red on like your game boy color I yeah we stayed one. up all night with the game guides yep yeah we had like that little book that was so cool we refused to teach anybody flash and just walked around in the dark N never teach flash <laughs> worst age no i stand by that 
So I know the first game I played and then went back and played the other ones, but the first game I played was Ruby. Uh, that was like the first game I remember like buying. And I, like, yes. Because like, like, that was like first grade, I think, when that came out for us. Yeah. Pretty sure around there. So that was the first game I played was Ruby, and I thought it was the craziest thing I'd ever seen. Yeah, I can't tell you how many hours I logged into Ruby and then subsequently Emerald. That was like the oh, peak and then of Emerald our Pokemon. Changed the game. Classic. Fantastic games. Incredible. <clears throat> so yeah, we got the pleasure of playing those, and I know you and I both back played. So I guess as Pokemon the Adventure goes with Ash Ketchum, he plays his way through the Kanto region first. Mm-hmm which is then played out for players to play in in the red and blue games, as well as yellow. Yes, and then remade in Fire Red and Leaf Green. We then move on to the Johto region, which would be gold, silver, and crystal, I believe. Correct. Then the remakes, of course, heart gold, soul silver. Yes, correct. Then we move on to the Hoenn region. <clears throat> the best region. Which would be Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald. Playing. Omega Ruby, then- Alpha Sapphire. Sorry. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is it Sinnoh next? Yes. Sinnoh would be Diamond and Pearl. Mm-hmm. And then those remakes yet to come. This will be the real test if you, if you remember the name of the fifth region. Oh, man. Uh, this is the one we for sure skipped. I definitely skipped it. I remember coming back and playing Black and White 2. Mm-hmm. It is the Unova region. Ah, <clears throat> were, you, were you messing with me? Nah, I knew it the whole time. Ah, you're a bad actor. Okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, okay. Wait, wait, no. No, that's fine. You had me sold. I thought you didn't know for sure. You're a great actor. Fantastic. Sure. The best I've ever seen, I think. That's what I like. So that would be black and white and black and white too. Yes. All right, then we go into Gen 6. And this is where we came back to Pokemon a little bit. The Kalos region with X and Y. X and Y. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we'll round it off for now with the Alola region, which was... Which really broke the mold. Yeah, it really did. It really... Um, it I wasn't guess... your strict eight badges to challenge the ch- league, to challenge the champion. The it was completely different. There were trials. It had an extensive post-game. Yep. I thought at least. And then, of course, I almost forgot about the most recent game, Sword and Shield. Yes, of course, which is... What transferred us from uh, the Nintendo DS or 3DS into the Switch. Yeah, so now that we've gone through all the different regions, let's go back and talk about Ash a little bit. Because while the games have been taking us through all the regions, Ash wasn't a feature in any of the main story games. But Ash and the TV show was going through these regions and fighting the same characters that we were fighting in the game. And just to walk you through how these regions go, you typically fight, and Ash did the same thing in his battles you fight eight gym leaders of mm-hmm. increasing difficulty mm-hmm. different types of pokemon in each gym yep. and then as you get to the end you fight a pokemon league four of the toughest trainers in the entire region and then after that you fight the pokemon champion if you beat them you become champion of the region and in the tv show it's always a bit different because the tv show Correct. it's like a tournament which is like a whole bunch of random trainers but the elite four are usually included in that tournament and then the champion obviously is the person who wins Correct. Makes it a little bit more like watchable for TV. Right. So Kanto region, the first region, Ash decided to take on the gym challenge. Did not go great. Top 16. In fact, it went so poorly. So bad. I think uh, he like, lost in the first round. It went so bad. 
So not a great start for our hero. No. But surely he's a, he's a kid. You know, he's 10 years old at the time. He'll get better, right? We'll so see. then we go to the Johto region a year later, still 10 years old. Still 10 years old. Actually, that was three years later for us. Wow. Yeah, you're right. Still 10 years old. Still super 10. Still super bad at Pokemon because <laughs> he only got top eight that year. Oh, so, tough. So he wins at least the first round match, unless the tournament got smaller. Ooh, I hope it didn't get smaller. But, you know, he moves on. He picks himself up from his mistakes, carries on to Hoenn region, and top eight again. Oh, no improvement. <laughs> That's not great, because that was another three years. And for him, it's like a one and done, since it's a tournament instead of just challenging people. Right, it's not like he has to go through in a line and fight these next trainers. It's just like, he, he wins one, and then that's it. That's all he does. Yeah, if he loses, he loses. Right, but Sinnoh, now Sinnoh's a whole five years after Hoenn, so like... And he's then, at this age, he's probably what? Ten. He's t- that's right, he's ten. <laughs> Still ten. And uh, better, but not good enough, because in Sinnoh, he gets top four. So he moved up, he won a second round. But We're still in the quarterfinals. Still in the quarterfinals. Semifinals. Semifinals. Yeah. But, you know, we're seeing a trend here. 16, top 8, top 8, top 4. Surely Unova, three more years later. It's going to be better. Three more years, grinding it out. Still 10. He's got this. And he actually regressed that year and actually went back down to top 8. So... Ooh, Ash, what are you doing? don't know what that was about. Kalos region, three more years. This year, got to the championship game. Match, oh, that's battle, nice. But lost in the championship. So top two, second best trainer in the region. But he had a shot at the crown. I think that just goes to show like how bad the Kalos region is. Not necessarily like Ash is getting better. Yeah, no, I get that. <laughs> but like we said, he finally had his crowning achievement, 2019. And I believe at this point, how old did you say he was? I believe he's 10. <laughs> 10 years old. Finally, in the Alola region, wins his first championship. He becomes the champion of the Alola region. Wow. And I uh, I don't know how, honestly, because I'm looking at his team here. Like we said earlier, terrible team composition. Like You could not win like a gym battle with this team. Typically his downfall. So we got Mel Metal, which is a legendary, I guess. So that's like something. It's like a pseudo legendary, isn't it? Pseudo, yeah. But it's a steel type, right? So okay, see if you can see if you can pick out the weakness here. So he got Mel Metal, which is a steel type. Then he has his Lycan Rock, which is a rock type. And then of course Pikachu as an electric type. What wrecks his trap? Anything with earthquake. Oh, it's anything with earthquake. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, that's such a common move. Everybody runs Earthquake. I remember like, when I ever played the game, I would give anybody who could learn Earthquake, I'd be like, yup. Yeah, everybody gets Earthquake. So powerful. So I don't know how he did it. Don't know what was in the water that day, but he pulled it out. Finally, after, what, 20 long years. 20 years, zero years of aging. He <laughs> truly did it. Truly did it. But still, I mean... I'll never forget growing up watching Ash just to pick out his first Pikachu back in his first ever uh, journey starting in the uh, Kanto region. You know, oh, watch him grow up through that, go on to Johto. Like, regardless of his skill level, he was still a hero for a lot, a lot of people. And I don't know if they did it on purpose or what it was, but 
after a while, when we started playing the games, we started beating the champions. We were the champions of those regions. It felt kind of good. We're like, wow, we did something Ash couldn't do. Right, right, right. Which I always thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. But we grew up loving the show, loving Ash, loving the games even more. Yeah. And you might think, you know, maybe Pokemon for you isn't all about the battling. Maybe you're just a collector. Maybe that was Ash's goal all along. Maybe he wasn't about the championships or becoming the best there ever was, even though that was in the theme song. Maybe he just wanted to or catch them all, which again. Maybe he just wanted to catch them all, you know. So how did he do in that department? Did he catch all the Pokemon? Oh, he did poorly. Oh, but like poorly, like fifty percent, right? How many Pokemon are there? Like nine hundred? I think nine hundred fifty at this point. I think he caught twenty to thirty. <laughs> I'm sorry. So did you say twenty to thirty? So a rough, rough top. No way he's past thirty. What yeah. Was, what was he doing? Caterpie can't hack it, man. I don't know. Oh, no. No, he did not do well. Speaking of, of the 30 Pokemon he caught, mm-hmm. I'd like to run him through and just see, you know, I think you've got the list as well, yeah. what maybe some of your top Ash Pokemon are. Okay, okay. So let's Set start. Set for me, there's a lot of classics on here, right? Right, like I'm looking at his... Um... They call it his rotation team on this list, but it's like his active roster that he uses. And he's got Pikachu, of course, then Dragonite, Gengar, and Lucario. Like, that's a top It's a powerhouse team. You would think he would win a lot with that team. You'd hope. Let's see, then he has a bunch of Pokemon that he transferred to Professor Oak. We know that was like a theme. There some... Yeah, and a lot of these, I've got to say, are some of my personal favorites on his team, just because those are the ones we saw him interact with. Right, we have that... Know, nostalgia factor in there. Uh, out of this list, what are some of your like standouts here? I gotta say, and I don't know why it is, but I'm really leaning towards some of the Hoenn ones. I, I gotta say, I like like his Sceptile, his Corefish, his Torkoal. I always thought those were funny ones he interacted with throughout maybe some of the movies, some of the shows. And that Sceptile was so cool. It was. It was awesome. Always munching on that twig. So cool. Just a maverick. Doesn't give a shoot about nothing. N- no. <laughs> no, there's a lot of Gen 3, a lot of Gen 1s, I mean, just like, obviously, his classic Charizard, right? I mean, there's nothing like Ash's Charizard. Right, that Charizard that he saved out in the pouring rain, and it still hated him, never listened to him. Nope. But eventually, he earned its trust, and that's what it's all about. I gotta say, what's, even ones. what's standing out for me is his 30 Tauros. That seems absurd. Like, you can't, why would you catch 30 Tauros when you're not even trying to catch, like, I don't know, the rest of the Pokemon in the generation? Yeah, no, I don't like that. Uh, I'm a big fan of some of the X and Y stuff, though, because that, you know, that, that was the game that brought us back into the Pokemon world. And sure. I use some of this stuff a lot, like Crocodile. Uh, he was actually Gen 5. But Talonflame and uh, the Noivern, the dragon type from Gen 6. Talonflame was an awesome Pokemon. Love. He was, it was so good, too. It was early game. It was good. Mm-hmm. So like, if you didn't pick the fire starter, you could get a fire type right away. And obviously, there's some here on this list that still pull on our heartstrings. I think so, like Squirtle and Squirtle Gang. Squirtle Gang. Butterfree in that very emotional episode oh of Butterfree. Leaves. Why would you? Why would you get rid of the Butterfree? It's so sad. I like this primate that like just steals his hat and just beats the crap out of his team. I did like that. <laughs> just constantly getting pounded by the primate. <laughs> But, I mean, through the years, it's just been a lot. I mean, not only did we fall in love with the character, right, our hero, but we also mm-hmm. fell in love with a lot of these Pokemon that he had by, himself, by his side. Yeah. and now Inspired us. 
inspired us. It's not just games and TV shows, though. There's also a long line of movies. And I gotta say, a lot of times the movie's better than the show. Uh, I agree. Like, it's the same character and everything, and I've like it's not super different, but their movies were fantastic. The rewatchability of these movies, insane. Absolutely. So if you had to pick a top three. A top three. Let's start with your third. Hmm. My third. Oh, it's so hard to like. Hmm. I think my third on the list, and I have to look up the name real quick, but it's the Pokemon movie with the like the Latios and Latias. Yeah, be Pokemon Heroes. Pokemon Heroes. That's your third. That'd be my third. Yep. All right, that's fair. Pokemon Heroes, Latios, Latias, the Hoenn region. Mm-hmm. Got a little Jirachi. He travels to a place that I think they, it's like Florence, kind of. Yeah, Deoxys was in there. Very cool. Uh, my fa- my third on this list would have to be Pokemon 2000. Ooh, that's your third. Okay, okay. Yeah. Love Pokemon uh, 2000, too. Great. Oh, I love Pokemon. First time we get to see, like, three legendary birds. Lugia. It, it pulled on your heartstrings as well. Such a good movie. True. My number two going to be... Pokemon 3, ironically, the movie with the uh, Unreal movie. legendary dogs. You just mentioned the legendary bird. Now we got the legendary dogs, Raikou, Suicune, and Ente. And the unknown, of course. So cool. It's awesome. For my number two spot, I'm going to have to put Destiny Deoxys. I ah, always loved this movie. Classic. Because that's like the super like futuristic tech city where they're like riding all the electric carts or whatever, electric pathways and stuff. Yeah, and I mean, it's just like such a cool place to get transported to in this movie for like Ash and the Pokemon to play around it. What a cool like location. Yeah. All right. I feel like our number one's gonna be gonna be the same here. There's only one one option left on this list, and if you don't pick this one, you're wrong. So should we say it at the same time? Sure. All right. Three, two, one. The Jirachi Wishmaker. Okay, yeah, that was definitely the first movie. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was like, should we try that again? What's wrong with you? Josh Hirschmaker, nothing against it, but not nearly as good as the ones we already named. No, and it's definitely not as good as Pokemon the movie. Like, this movie could not be more emotional and exciting and just fun to watch. It's amazing how, like, emotional of a journey it is. <laughs> right? Uh, I will still, to this day, tear up when Pikachu tries to save ash it's like crying on ash yeah i'm like no don't do this well just like mewtwo trying to face like what is humanity and what has it done to him right like, like so many a, deep concepts what a deep concept for a children's movie <laughs> and we're sitting here at like seven years old like yeah yeah Woo. get him and then uh meowth it's, it's meowth right is is the line or like is talking to him it might be like mew as mm-hmm. Meowth, but he's like, it's not the circumstances of one's birth that defines us. So oh. cool. Oh, man. <laughs> no, incredible movie among a list of incredible movies. Absolutely. And then the Pokemon, the first movie, is the one they remade recently, right? Uh, I believe they, they made Mewtwo Strikes ago. Back, That's... which was like an updated version. Right. In 2019, and then they also recently, I know in 2017, they made Pokemon I Choose You, which was like a retelling, I believe, of the manga. Yeah. Where yeah. it was not Ash, but it was Red. I was referring to the Mewtwo Strikes Back. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. What a classic hero from our childhood. No, I've always wanted to talk a little bit about Ash. He's awesome. I'm glad we got to give him a little bit of spotlight in the show. So next week, we're going to be doing a, a villain on our hero deep dive. So keep in mind, if you have any Ooh. villains you want to hear us talk about next week and really go in depth on, you can let us know on Twitter at Hero Theory Pod. Or otherwise, we'll see what we can come up with. Hopefully, we can find a, a compelling villain amongst the list. We're going to just, we're gonna, you're, you're going to be our villain. Me? Yep. I can't be. I'm a changed man ever since you gave me the challenge. Wow. Call back to episode 14 right there. All our loyal fans. You don't have to tell them. They watched it. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, just a quick reminder about our Dual Links Road to Cog. Uh, this week, we were both supposed to be at Legend, and we are. We Congratulations. Are. You too. I mean, you were there like two week, last week already, and I was just like, oh, I guess I better put in the work now. So now we've got two weeks grind out to cog we'll give you an update next week to see how we're doing mm-hmm. we've got the five sections or levels of legend left to go five legend levels and we have to have a plus five win ratio in each level to advance it's if, not going to be easy by any means but we left ourselves enough time and we are going to get there it's going to be a grind but i mean we got this far not stopping not stopping for nope. anything not not us All right, so thanks for listening to this week's episode of Hero Theory. We, of course, really appreciate it, and we hope you enjoyed our hero deep dive on Ash Ketchum. Like we said earlier, next week we're going to be diving deep onto a hero or a villain instead of a hero. So looking forward to that. If you have any suggestions for us, you can let us know at Hero Theory Pod on Twitter. We love reaching out and connecting with some of you on there. If you like this week's episode, be sure to follow or subscribe wherever you listen. And if you go as far as to give us a positive rating or review, if your app allows, we'd love to hear your feedback. Thank you so much for listening.